0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcasts. live your best life, you must live label free. Uh, you know I love my coaches. We've got a very special guest joining us from Mexico. Yes, yeah, she's on vacation 24-7 hours a day. Just kidding. She's a wellness, abundant, and mindset plus energy expert. Please welcome Megan Swan. Megan, thank you for joining us. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background?
1: Sure. Thank you so much, Deanna, for having me. I really appreciate the invitation. I am, yes, 12 years now in Mexico. I'm originally from Calgary, Alberta. I have been a wellness and mindset coach for the past four going on five years. And uh, the last year in particular, I've really been drilling down on helping powerhouse women not hit breakouts, break, I'm sorry, burnout uh, through all sorts of mindful practices, uh, tweaks to their diet, really prioritizing sleep cycles, that sort of thing. So I include the mindset because really when we wanna have sustainable integrated change in our lives, there needs to be a shift in identity for us to make it sustainable.
0: Yeah, for sure. So like I said, before we started recording, um, you're the second person I've talked to that's talk, that offers like coaching and, and help around Women that burn out. And from what I understand from my last conversation, it's been a while, it's been a long time. But women are more susceptible to burn to burnout than men. Definitely. And why why do you think that is?
1: Uh, well, there's a couple of reasons, but one is just the perpetual double load that women tend to carry, being the, you know, being in charge of the household, whatever that means. Um, and as much as in modern times, if you will, in certain countries, that's less and less the case. At the end of the day, usually the women are kind of um, carrying maybe not a complete double load, but more of the responsibility of just taking care of other things besides themselves.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Especially, I think we saw a lot of that this last year with you know the pandemic and you know how women had to like you know not only like work still throughout if they were furloughed or not furloughed or if they were like working out of from home, but also having to manage their children going through virtual school and I mean I know that I talked to a lot of women that were having a really hard time juggling that.
1: Oh yeah that w- I mean yeah I'm, I'm still in it I'm actually celebrating like today is uh, not the official school today but my day on the calendar um, because here in Mexico we've been homeschooling since March of last year so over a year um, and Fortunately, I w- we were able to hire um, a tutor to help my two kids because otherwise, I just literally could not have done it with two kids under the age of uh, one six, one's eight, and oh boy, you know, uh, yeah. But let's not get it, let's not go down that road. What I wanted the other point with it being a heavier load for women is we are socialized from the get go to make sure everyone else is okay before we are and even when we're not okay smiling and looking pretty so there's like all these layers of just not taking care of ourselves first and all the reasons that we don't prioritize that
0: oh yeah I can speak to that a a thousand percent I mean uh, uh, I don't know if you've listened to any of my episodes but I was married my my husband passed away about five years ago and you know, towards the end there, he was just so sick. And we had five businesses together. One was a very large manufacturing business. And I was running all the the day-to-day operations for all of them and managing his health. So administering dialysis at home every single day, having to take him to the hospital, like at towards the end, it was like once a week. And then, you know, so not, and then we had a huge mansion on top of that. So I had to take care of the stuff at the house. So it was just like, And I was last like I didn't even I became like a robot, you know, just and not really taking care of myself. And it was it it was very difficult. It was a very hard time. And I look back and I'm like, how did how did I get through that? How did I manage, (laughs) you know?
1: yeah well I mean I I interviewed actually someone on my podcast um Rachel Engram I believe her name is and she's written a book uh basically on self-care for partners of people that are going through like the partner has cancer or some sort of terminal illness because there is this deep social messaging that it's not okay to take a break from taking care of someone like that like God forbid you go on vacation while someone is in the midst of the last year of their life, right? Or that you I mean it's it's something that I think it is changing, but yeah, that kind of and, and it's an increasing reality. I mean, the way that our society is is structured, more and more people are going to be with and, you know, usually falls on the women, not only the children, but the parents. Right. that are getting older and need um, different kinds of support. Maybe they're not living with you, but I know I have lots of clients where they're just trying to manage the stress of feeling that they're responsible for their parents, be it financially or, um, you know, that they're the ones that are checking in with them. It's just an extra, it's extra stress load.
0: Oh, for sure. So my, you know, my mom's dealing with that right now with my grandparents they're in their nineties. They don't, they can't move around very much. And so we've had a hard time. We had a caretaker there full time, but now she's going back to Poland and it's been very difficult to find a, a replacement caretaker. And that's like a whole nother issue right there, but I can hear the stress in my mom's voice. And it's just, I'm just like, well, let me know how I can help. You know, I don't know what I can do, but let me know how I can help. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I'm, I've been witnessing it firsthand. So <laughs> so talk to me about the wellness part and like the energy part. So I'm very much into wellness, you know, health and fitness. I've been that's been my lifestyle for since I can remember, and I I, I know that it's a very important part of you know how we age, how we handle the stress. So how do you help your clients with that piece? Sure. Well,
1: I think um, it usually comes down to tweaking first something in their diet, but I always approach it from what can we add in instead of what needs to be restricted or taken away because I teach intuitive eating. So at the end of the day, I encourage people to trust their intuition as to what they should be eating because it really is very different for everybody. Sure. And we're the only animal on the planet that doesn't seem to know what we need to be eating. You know, multi-billion dollar industry taking advantage of the fact that we don't seem to trust our gut instinct on what is best uh, in terms of making us thrive. And of course, there's all, you know, there's multiple layers of that. But at the end of the day, when you start eating uh, a certain level of, you know, maybe a little bit cleaner than you may have been eating, you can trust, uh, your cravings to tell you what it is your body needs. And, um, you know, you don't need to be eating healthy a hundred percent of the time. I think that's another, another narrative that needs to be this sort of rinse and repeat diet culture of like restriction and then going all out and then restriction is, is really damaging to the body and, and mentally in the long term. Um, so it's important to get out of that cycle and sure. find like. Even the word balance, you know, I think it's overused, but an ebb and flow that works for you personally based on, you know, your stage of life, how active you are, what sort of career you're in, you know, how much of the day are you seated, um, your sleep cycle, your gender, your blood type. There are so many things that we can look at to help guide you to eventually get to a point that you can trust. Oh, yeah, today I need this. Today I need a little bit more of that. Um, and, and yeah, so other than that, I I, like, I don't teach many rules per se. It's more, um, inspiring people to try new things and bring ultimately, yes, bring more plants into your diet, but to what degree it really depends on the person.
0: So can you give us an example of what that looks like for one of your clients, if you're going to really go down that path with them and like how you guide them or advise them to, to alter their, their current diet?
1: Sure. Well, it always starts with having them do a food diary for a week. So a full, at least a week, if they can do it for a month, it really gives a lot more information. But even in a week, we shift our tendencies quite a bit. Um, And noting not only what they eat and drink in a day, but their energy levels at different points of the day, how they felt physically and emotionally after they ate a certain thing at the 15 minute mark, the hour mark, and even the next day, because sometimes what we're eating it doesn't really infect us until how we're waking up lethargic the next day sure um, and so that then one when people start to track themselves they're usually behave better just doing that but also you know we have very convenient memories on what we're consuming on a day to day day basis so you get a, an accurate picture and then even just having that awareness helps people and really we're so disconnected to what we're eating and how what we're eating is affecting us. For me, it always boils down to how are you feeling, not, you know, yeah. looks come later um, and should be, you know, like not your main priority. If you um, are eating to feel amazing and energetic, you're gonna look great. I mean, it's the sure. it's a, a secondary. And so then we tend to see like where in their day are these energy lags and then, you know, reverse engineering. Well, what is it in their diet that's probably making their digestion slow? And ultimately first age, as I mentioned, is just layering in more vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables throughout their day. So that improves everyone's digestion and they get in a better flow that way. And then sort of drilling down on specifics of, uh, you know whatever they come up with if they're still waking up lethargic it uh, could be lots of things it could be the quantity of alcohol or caffeine and when in their day they're drinking that um, can be a lack of something else it has nothing to do with food so
0: yeah kind of like that a is- bit
1: of an exploratory process
0: Hey guys, Deanna here with Label Free Podcast. Are you a six-pack kind of guy or a dad bod kind of guy? Either way, our friends at Manscaped have the fellas' hairy bodies covered. They just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes a lawnmower 4.0. That's right, you heard that right. 4.0 4.0 trim from the leaders and male grooming. So the man in your life can join the 2 million men worldwide who trust manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code label free 20. That's right. 20% off with free shipping with the code label free 20. So head on over to their website, manscaped.com and pick up something for yourself, the man in your life, whomever that might want to benefit from keeping everything nice and tight for the summer. So how does that, like when it comes to wellness and diet and all that, and I know you've talked about the energy part, but explain to me like how that affects and how you work with them to, to get them to understand how it affects their energy.
1: Sure. Well, really it's, it's their own experience feeling the difference. And so it's when you hire a coach, it's already another level of accountability. You know, people show up for themselves in a whole other way. You know, they've, they've already decided... Um, that they wanted to commit to some sort of shift and so in that we go through this process together and basically it's a two week uh, every two weeks we meet and we see how they felt of the changes the very small changes they integrated some work some didn't great and we add and we layer on from their positive changes And it's just connecting the dots for them. It's like, Oh, well, now that you don't do this, let's say put um, milk or creamer in your coffee. Now you put oat milk, you have a whole other level of energy at four o'clock in the afternoon than you did previously. So part of it is helping them have more awareness and connection with their own body and then helping them connect the dots. And then just the momentum of, you know, they switch out one thing, one, um, Week and something else the next week and then by the end of three or six months, which is usually how long I work with clients. Okay. Although I've had some like they're years in now, they just keep uh, progressing. I think you know they because they're such small changes and they're layered in. They can't even believe like where they started from sure. three months back.
0: That's got to be so amazing for you and so fulfilling.
1: Yes, it definitely is.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I I became a uh, certified life coach and I just. I get too, I'm too much of an empath that, and I'm also a, a personal trainer and a dietitian, but I, when I started getting into that whole coaching, I'm so much of an empath that like, if my client doesn't do well, I don't do well. Cause I take it so personally. I was like, you know what? It's good just to have this knowledge. If anybody asks me questions, I'll help them, but I cannot, I, I just, maybe I just don't understand how to put better boundaries around myself. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you definitely need to be aware of your energy and how to how to protect it, because I mean, uh, I, right now we're talking about food, but I mean, people ultimately we end up talking about every single thing in their lives. And sometimes it's really heavy. Right. So um, it's partly just holding space for people.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: then also I need to take care of myself. Like I can't take on all that energy and just sort of leave it with the moment, the session we had. And um. And, and build from there and always just offering, you know, snippets of insight, um, and a non-judgmental space for that people, people progress pretty quickly.
0: So do you, um, you know, with that, with what we just discussed, do you have a coach yourself that you can go to, to kind of decompress after working with all your clients?
1: Uh, Well, I take care of myself in a couple of ways. In that sense, Uh, I have a Reiki, distance Reiki coach. and So I have those sessions once a month. Um, I'm tuned into tarot cards. So I have a sort of an energy exchange with um, one of my friends who's a tarot card reader. Um, I do get physical massages when I can. And then obviously all of the things that I preach, I, I walk the walk. So, you know, I exercise, I take care of my own diet. I meditate twice a day all these things um what else and then of course I have coaches my but for me it's more of business coaches in the online space
0: sure oh, that's good I'm glad to hear that and that's something I forget to ask my my coaches when I talk to them because I think it's very important you know you have to you you have to because if you're taking all that on you got to like release it <laughs> you know <laughs> like it just build up i like one of these questions that you have here what are your our biorhythms
1: Sure. Well, it's something that I integrate into the uh, initial shifts that people are making because most people aren't aware. Most people have heard of intermittent fasting because it's become very trendy. Yeah. And yeah. essentially that's just one small aspect of paying more attention to your overall biorhythm. So you have three phases throughout the day. You have the elimination, the assimilation and the um, appropriation. Sorry, the error. elimination, appropriation, assimilation. So it really is bio-individual. So it's not like down to the hour. Every single person is the same, but there are windows of time in our 24 hour cycle that have to do with, you know, the, the reality that we're connected to the sun and we, our body loves that our systems love, um, continue you know, timing and to be a consistent time every day. So once you start honoring your biorhythm and understanding when it is at the certain times of day you are best able to receive food and digest it properly and maximize the nutrition that you're getting out of what you're eating versus ultimate rest and restore sleep because you're not doing a bunch of other things that your body doesn't want to be doing at that time and then really in the mornings honoring the elimination phase which is you know like not having a huge heavy breakfast before you've eliminated everything from the day before so It's to give you an idea of like the windows of time on average, it really depends on where you are in the world too, of course. But um, for most people, the elimination phase is between let's say four to 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. to noon. And then the assimilation phase is when the hot, the sun is at the hottest point of the day. So between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. or maybe noon and 8 p.m. depending on where you are in the season. And that is the time, like, if you think of in in Ayurvedic medicine, they always talk about your digestion as a fire. And so think of your digestive fire being as productive and efficient as possible at the the point of the day that the sun is the hottest. And at the same time, in order to be efficient, think of it as a fire. You don't want to be dousing it with liquids when you're trying to digest um, optimally. So... It's, it's a little bit about like when they're spacing their meals and um, getting them to drink water 20 minutes on either side of meals and not so much with, with meals. Um, and for a lot of people that like gets rid of a lot of problems around bloating and improved digestion and better energy, just with shifting the timing of things, not at all shifting what they're consuming.
0: Interesting. I love that. That was really great. Where can people find you, reach out to you? I know that you have a podcast. You tell them about, can you tell us about that a little bit too before we start wrapping things up?
1: Sure. My podcast is called Energetically You. You can find it in iTunes. I interview all sorts of interesting people, but we are always sort of drill it back down to something about energy, a mindset or healthy habits. Um, mostly, well, not mostly, a lot of coaches, a lot of um, healers and and leaders in the business industry and yeah uh, lately I've been talking a lot about sleep because I feel like that is something that it it ties so closely with burnout and arguably it's sort of like an easy way for people to take better care of themselves and that they don't have to you know, they don't have to think about eliminating anything from their diet, even just getting a better night's sleep, you can honestly, potentially lose weight, not that I think that should be a goal per se, but it certainly helps you maintain a healthier weight and a consistent energy level. And there's so many things in our pandemic pre and post pandemic culture that are interfering with our ability to get um, a really good night's sleep and optimal REM. So I'm offering a little mini course. Uh, I can share the link with your audience. It's Please. Free what What link. is that link? It's um. I'll I'll send it to you. It's
0: uh. So you, your, yeah. is your website Megan dot. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I will yeah. put the links in the the show notes. Do you have any last words of wisdom or advice that you'd like to share with the audience before we say goodbye?
1: Sure. Well, I think it all goes back to trying to connect on a deeper level with yourself and trusting your intuition um, more than you trust any external messaging. And in order to do that, you do need to spend some time sort of getting quiet. Doesn't need to be meditation per se, but doing a little bit more reflection on a daily basis, connecting with nature. And um, really just taking that layer of self-judgment off uh, the top of all of the other stressors that you have going on in your life so that
0: you can feel better and more energetic. I love it. Well, thank you, Megan, for being a guest today. You are very informative. I loved everything that we talked about. Well, maybe we'll to do a follow-up because I feel like there's more there's more layers <laughs> to what you do that we could we can discuss that will help, you know, the audience. The more people we, re- we reach together collectively, the better off we are. And if we can help one person reach that ultimate goal, then we've done our job. So um, thank you. Thank you very much. And you, well, have fun on your vacation. <laughs> thank you so much, Deanna. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Campbell of Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, follow, all that good stuff, and I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.